Thanks for checking out this episode of Screen Facts with Jason Davis. Every episode, we're going to talk about a movie we like. We'll share some fun trivia during the conversation. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash screenfacts. Post your comments or questions. You can also tweet me at Jason Davis Voice. This podcast is a production of Jason Davis VoiceOver. Please visit jasondavisvoice.com for information about voiceover services for commercials, internet and corporate videos, e-learning, phone messages, and more. Joining me for this episode, my good pal, Brian the Blazer Berkowitz. That's right, Bob. What kind of mic is this today? It's a lavalier mic. Is it lavalier? Clip, yeah, the clip-on mic. Uh, uh, should I, is this breaking the fourth wall by saying that we're wearing mics? Who gives a shit? Let me ask you this. Does anybody else come dressed as formal as I do for an no, episode of Screen never, Facts? Never, But you're coming right from court. So. I am, I am. I was coming from court today. www.berklaw.com. That's my website. Thanks, man. B-E-R-K law.com. I always feel like I got to spell it. We really get technical. Plus, it's also .net, too. Oh. Ooh, Ooh you got both uh, like that, right? domains. Very nice. Very exciting. So, great to be here today. This is one of my favorite things to do is to see you, record an episode with you, and I'm very happy about the movie that we picked today as well. I am, too. And the reason I am is because I am a huge fan of this guy. So, let, let's just jump right in. We're talking about dogma for this episode. Not chasing Amy? No, I'm just Not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that down the road, though. Uh, that, that's, that's a great that's movie, That's a too. great one. Too. So are you a big Kevin Smith fan? I am a huge Kevin Smith fan. In fact, you know, he's been directing episodes of The Flash and Supergirl and the right. TV show. A lot of similarities, except he's skinny now and I'm not. But uh, <laughs> they, um, I'm, I'm enjoying everything Kevin Smith. You know, when I first saw Clerks, when it, mm. whenever, what year did Clerks come out? 94. 94? Yeah. I hated it. Couldn't even sit through it. Really? And I thought it was the worst movie I'd ever seen in my life. I didn't really give it the chance. And when I was in law school, everybody was talking about it. That was uh, fall of or August, September 95 when I started. And people quoting it and mm-hmm. you know, all these things. So I finally gave it a shot. I'm like, how did I not like this movie? It was the greatest thing ever. Mall rats chasing Amy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, uh, yeah, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. Everything. I like it when he does these spoken word things. Mm-hmm. I like. I don't listen to his podcast that much, but everything he does, I'm a fan of. I enjoyed him when he was on Chris Jericho's podcast, but yes, huge Kevin Smith fan. Yeah, me too. I'm a huge fan of his work, but I'm a huge fan of him. Me too. You know, because he, he's always very positive and he's always very encouraging. Is he basically one of us that just, I mean, he seems he like... Well, he's from Jersey. That's true. That's true. You know, and he's definitely, you know, you take the guy out of Jersey, but you can't take the Jersey out of the guy. No, you know, he, he always talks about that. You know, he's lived out in California for years now, but... He's still very much uh, connected to New Jersey. He's got a store in New Jersey. Jay and Saw Pop's Secret Stash in yep. Red Bank. Yep. One of the things I like about him is, first of all, I love his social media presence. Yes. I like that he's a great writer. And even when he's writing, he never writes two sentences. He always writes right. something great. I saw just recently he performed the wedding of someone, I think, that did his hair and makeup in the movies and yes. stuff like that. It seems like if, he, you're, if you're in with him, you're in for life. And I guess... Maybe that's a good segue into the movies because think about his cast of characters that he has in these movies. And also his friendship with Jay Muse. Talk about a loyal guy. And we're going to get into that when we talk about this movie because some stuff was going on in, in Jason Muse's personal life at this time. It's well documented, so I'm not talking shit or anything because I'm a big fan of Jay Muse as well. Me too. By the way, if you get a chance, he directed a movie called Madness in the Method. Great. Fantastic. All right. Especially if you're a Kevin Smith fan, you got to see it. Part of the reason that you and I are sitting here right now recording this is because Kevin Smith is very encouraging of people to go out and create stuff. 
when I first started doing this podcast, it was a lot of fun in the beginning. At some point, it started to feel like work too much. Okay. We were putting in a lot of effort and not a lot of people were hearing it. And that was sort of frustrating to me. And then I, I said, you know what? Who cares? For me, it's just a great excuse to get together and it's fun to create and put something out there. And that is definitely something that I'm getting from following Kevin Smith because yeah. he, he really encourages people to just create something. And I think we've done some podcast gold. You and I, you and Sue, you and Tim, everybody else you've mm -hmm. had on there, Eric, everyone else you've had doing these. There's always some great moments. I've had mm -hmm. some more. I think the second one we ever did, Beverly Hills Cop, I didn't mm -hmm. expect much from it. I've listened to it maybe in the past year. It's pretty good. And like I said, this is an interesting movie because how would you classify this movie? Is it a comedy? What do you think? Oh, absolutely. So I'm going to tell you a little story about this movie, if you okay. don't mind. The movie came out in, what, 99, correct? Yeah, November 12th, 1999, the 20th anniversary, hard to believe, coming up. I had lost a good friend. My friend Virgil died at the uh, end of 1999. Okay. And I was feeling down. And I went with a, a friend of mine, went and saw the movie. I found inspiration in the movie. I know it sounds crazy because it's supposed to be a comedy, but there was a lot of spirituality in it and feeling good about things and faith. Right. And things that you may or may not have at certain times. And I think the movie had a lot of discussions about faith and belief. And uh, I wasn't searching for anything. I wasn't needing it. But I guess the word I'm going to use, I found comfort in the movie. And yeah, it's a lot of dick and fart jokes in the movie and all right. the other stuff also, which you want in a Kevin Smith movie. But right. the whole basis of God and, and belief and things being important and changing... It's a strange thing to say that in this very, very funny movie with a billion great funny lines, I felt comfort from it as well, which is an interesting thing to say. Because it does center on religion, which he took a lot of heat for, by the way. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that, I'm sure. Yeah, you... absolutely. I can totally understand why it had some sort of inspiration. We talk about Bethany's character needing kind of a, uh, a recharge of her, of her faith as she got there. And uh, I don't know. I just It's a great movie, and I love it. And also... Um, I love the characters. I find Kevin Smith's characters, you kind of get attached to his characters. And the ones that were new for this movie, I was attached to also, and they were great. I mean, you know, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, Chris Rock, outstanding. Oh, he's it. great. So what are your thoughts? I know from following Kevin Smith that he, was, he grew up a big Carlin fan and probably was influenced a lot by his comedy and stuff. And so for him to have an opportunity to work with Carlin a few times in his career must have been a, a huge thrill for him. Jersey Girl? Jersey Girl. Who, by the way, George Carlin and Jersey Girl, fantastic. You know what? I like Jersey Girl. That's one of the most underrated movies of all I time. Enjoy, as far, I, I, I like Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl's awesome. If that was on cable, when I go home and that's on cable, I'm going to sit and watch it. Absolutely. Um, I agree 100%. Great chemistry. Everything was fantastic in it. He was also in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, right? Right. He was, He's uh, in this. I think that's it as far as Kevin Smith movies, but he's, still. But he's awesome, and it's it's a pretty good... Uh, it seems like there was a lot of mutual respect between the two of them if you've been in that many movies with him. I'm getting a new appreciation for George Carlin as I get older. I read like his Brain Droppings book, or yeah. and I say read it, it was on a coffee table, read a few pages right. at a time, but I really feel like I have a lot of a George Carlin education to get. I liked him in the movie at all. What did they say about him, that he didn't want to take off his wedding ring in the movie? I think what happened was his wife had just passed away, okay, and he had a wedding ring on, and didn't want to take it off, so they put a Band-Aid on it. I thought that was kind of an interesting screen fact. Yeah, just the fact that George Carlin plays a cardinal is is hilarious. Well, he's... And then the whole thing with Buddy Christ and, you know... And that really grew legs, that Buddy Christ thing. Oh, right? yeah. We've seen him in Jay and Silent Bob. I just I read somewhere that that's like the biggest selling product they I'm have sure. at their store, the Buddy Christ, right? Yeah, so, I mean, it's... <laughs> I don't it's wanna, a little blasphemous, I, I, I guess. I don't but. want to touch the third rail here because I agree. <laughs> and, I, you know, it's, it's funny. I don't know if just because somebody... 
I don't think I think the world is too serious right now. Absolutely. And I think that we ask this question a lot. Could this movie have been made today? Probably Pro- not. Probably not. And it's unfortunate because she's working in an abortion clinic. Yeah. It's, it holds up wonderfully. It hasn't been a hundred years since I've seen it, but it's been a while since I'd seen it. Agreed, it still holds up. It still makes me laugh. You know, it's amazing how they say less is more about the character of Silent Bob. Well, you know the story why Kevin Smith is Silent Bob, right? I may not. Let's hear. When he was making Clerks, originally he was going to play Randall in Clerks. Okay. And that's why Randall has all the best lines. When he started making the movie, he realized, well, I don't, I'm not going to be able to act and direct and write and do everything all at once, you know, memorize all those lines. So that's, you know, when Jeff Anderson came in to play Randall. So Silent Bob was kind of born because he just didn't want to have to memorize any dialogue. It's interesting. I always wondered when they're filming a movie and the director is acting in it, is the assistant director yelling action and cut? I don't think so, actually. You think, think, he, you think he's saying action and then just goes into it yeah, and says cut when so. it's done? Yeah, it's probably very difficult to direct and act at the same time because you're probably doing 50% of each thing. Yeah, you know? it's, it's, it's pretty weird about it. So are we, um, I wonder, are we... Uh, going off on too much of a tangent are we not talking about the movie no we that's fine Uh, so that's what we you know it's to me it's all about like celebrating everybody involved in the movie too it's not just about the movie and and i love everybody involved in this movie so what's your favorite part of the movie what do you like the best i love his writing i love his style of writing his dialogue yeah it's awesome my favorite part of the entire movie alan rickman alan rickman was so good but not my favorite part of the movie though you know you know I think where you and I agree on a lot of things, I think the superhero genre of movies is not your favorite. I'm not as emotionally invested in that stuff because I didn't grow up reading right. comic books and stuff. That's me. I'm emotionally invested, but my favorite... Did you, were you a comic book guy? Huge. Still am. I, I don't okay. collect like I used to, but my whole life, from the time I was a little kid up until maybe 1995... I have a beautiful comic book collection, and um, I haven't even looked at them in years. I hope they're still in good condition. <laughs> and um, I hope my kids haven't gotten to them. That's really Uh-oh. all i got to worry about. No, they haven't. I'm just teasing. But, <laughs> b- but So my favorite part of this movie is the Jay and Silent Bob superhero team when Bethany is getting attacked by those three demon guys. Oh, yeah. And she's getting beat up. And they just the way they film at the camera angle and they're coming in and kicking everybody's ass, it almost reminds me a little bit of Dom DeLuise, Captain Chaos a little bit because, you know, these guys, you wouldn't expect them to be ass kickers, but they've definitely kicked their fair share of ass in yeah. their movies. Well, they beat up, yeah, they beat up the Easter Bunny in uh, Mall Rats. Right. <laughs> and, um... And then at the end of um, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, didn't they go and beat everybody up that badmouthed them on oh, the yeah, internet? Yeah. But I like that, man. I like, you know, not necessarily the blunt man and chronic guys, but I just, I like the Jay and Silent Bob. Just something. They're fun characters. Oh, my God. I yeah. can't wait for the new movie, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Reboot? Oh, I can't wait either. It's, it's going to be awesome. It's, it's, it's going to be legendary. Yes. So um, I liked, what's her name? Uh, Bethany. I liked her in this movie, but I read Kevin Smith and her did not like each other. Is that correct? Yeah, I heard I heard that they there was some friction, and there's at one point she wasn't talking to him and stuff like that. And I she, don't understand why people act like that. She was like the third choice for the movie, too. He went to Gillian Anderson, and he yeah. wanted um He actually re- he wanted to give it to uh, um, Janine Garofalo, who was actually plays her I co-worker. He, I think he said he wished he gave it to her after it. Yeah. That role was for Alanis Morissette also. Oh, really? Yeah, she did, and then she ended up having to go on tour, so she okay. couldn't do it. And then and then she plays God is, instead. It, it's fair there's no spoilers on a... Uh, oh, yeah, I'm not worried about a 20-year-old that. 20-year-old movie, right? I but, hope um, not. So that, if we're going to jump all over the, about, about the movie, then... Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I loved her as God in this movie. Th- that was one of the things where I said it was comforting. There was something very comforting about her. Yeah. I love that she didn't say a word in it. Do you remember when she's like doing cartwheels and yep. she's sniffing the roses and the yep. flowers? And Think about the God that she was. She disappeared once a month to, to play skee-ball. Right. Right, somewhere. 
not only do I love Alanis Morissette, are you familiar with the song Still that r- goes in the credits on this? But po- I wasn't before the movie. Possibly my favorite Alanis Morissette song. Okay. Basically just about people being horrible and God still loving everyone. I thought that was pretty cool. Let me, let me ask you a question because we're talking since we're talking about God and stuff. Are you a religious person? So let's see. That's a, that's now a, I'm, asking you, I'm asking you a very specific question. Are you religious? I'm going to say no. Okay. I, and in other words, religious be, being following a strict set of rules rather right. than having belief. Like, you know, you know, you and I are both Jewish. Right. I mean, you're more Jewish than I am. I, I have. I come from a Jewish family, but I haven't practiced Judaism. And I belong to a temple and I'm educating my children that way. Okay. And, and um, I have a faith-based theory on religion, a belief in something. And that matters about being a good person and doing the right thing and being, yes. and being decent. You're more spiritual than religious. Uh, that's exactly the word you're, what you're doing. But, I, but uh, you know, when we, we belong to a temple. We have a very cool young rabbi that basically is able to engage. You know, because what's happening, organized religion is, you know, the old ways are scaring people away. Young people don't want, you know, at least in, you know, there's certainly very religious communities that feel <laughs> the way. But, what does George Carlin say in the movie? <laughs> we, Christ didn't come back to give people the willies. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it's but I agree. Faith is is, is the yeah. be, is the best thing. I, I I have I have faith, but it's a it's a very good question about being religious. I fast on Yom Kippur. Okay, but I because it, I get talking about comfort. I, okay. There's something about it. People got all up in arms about this movie when it came out because it was blasphemous and this and that. In fact, Kevin Smith even uh, protested it himself, I, which is very funny. Do you, let me ask you a question. Would we agree that people are much more easily offended in 2019 than they were in 1999? Oh fuck yeah! All right, so. It's interesting that the outcry that I got in 1999, what would the outcry be like today? First of all, it would be a social media outcry, of oh, course. Oh, forget it. I don't remember there being outcry at the time, maybe because we didn't have, I wasn't inundated by news like we are now with Twitter right, and things exactly. like this. And plus, you know, this was not a huge movie. I mean, the budget was like $10 million. It made $30.6 million at was, the box office. Was, so it made, it made money. And it, it's, yeah, uh, I mean, it would, but, it, but his movies are not big blockbuster movies that get a lot of press and stuff. They're every bit as good as those movies, obviously. Maybe better? Of course. I just reread this. I don't know. I think it's old news that Dogma is not on any stream. Did you read about that also? Yeah, and, and I was going to talk about that. You had told me that you were watching today while you were working. Yes, that's what so, we were. We're, yeah, so we were. Yeah, so I wanted to get into that with you. So I was curious. Were you sitting at your desk All right, so, so in your this, office doing so this it? Is, so this is interesting. I own Dogma. I bought, I bought like whatever, a Criterion Edition or one of those okay. really good editions of it. I hate DVDs now. I hate having to play them. I really am a streaming guy on it. I like when we, we buy something it's for the kids. It's more convenient. Yeah, I, 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 I like buying the one that comes with a DVD we keep in the car for the kids and we right. got the digital code to watch it on Voodoo or something. Right. It's, you can't it, get this that it's way. It's not convenient for me to watch it on TV. It's more convenient for me to watch it in bed on my iPad. or I was So first thing I did was went on, to, went on to YouTube to see it and there was some version of it. Maybe you've seen these before where the entire background is something else, like a light show. Yeah. And then in the bottom corner... I saw the, that, yeah. Right. So I watched the whole movie on like that. So I started off watching it while I was doing the dishes. Then I watched some of it in bed. I watched a lot of it in my office today. I have a huge iMac and that little screen wasn't so bad. Okay. And then when I left to go to court at four o'clock, I played YouTube and listened to it in the car driving to court. <laughs> oh and then God. I sat in the parking lot and watched a little bit more of it. And then part of the drive back over here, they listened to the last 15 minutes. Now, I've seen this movie 20 times. I always feel like... You wanted I'm, to have it fresh in your mind when I you're talking like, about I it. I feel like if I come here without watching, I'm unprepared. and I'm not doing me a favor, you a favor, or your right. audience a favor. So this movie was bought outright by the Weinstein brothers. Because Disney thought it was too racy for them to put out. Right. 
So he bought it. He had, they, they bought it themselves. They bought it themselves, and then they had the distribution for Lionsgate. Lionsgate for the theatrical release, and then I think Sony for video or something. Right, and like then that. the Weinstein's aren't doing so great right now. Well, so. the Weinstein's are not doing so great right now, but also all these streaming platforms didn't exist back then. Right. So there's probably no. So there was no rights worked out for that. So this movie is essentially in limbo, and if you don't own a copy of this now, right, you're kind of shit out of luck, unfortunately. You know, one of the interesting facts they saw is that when he was sitting on the train, was he reading USA Today? Yep. And I guess he met his wife when she interviewed him for USA yes. Today. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Have we even not really talked about Alan Rickman? Yeah, we haven't really gotten into how Alan Rickman was cast. So he and I guess Scott Mosier, who's produced most of his movies, uh, found out that Alan Rickman was a fan of Chasing Amy. That gave them a little bit more confidence to approach him about being in this. Because he's really an actor's actor. And it's almost like... Do you yeah, he's like Shakespearean train and the whole thing. Um, so he read the script and he, and he came back with two questions. One, would they say faithful to the script? And two, are the wings real or CGI? <laughs> and that's, and, the, that's 1999 CGI. Right. What was the answer? You know, I don't know. You know, Jason Lee, I enjoyed in it. Yes. Um, who was supposed to play Loki? Yes. And then he had uh, another commitment. So it was originally written for him. And then uh, scheduling conflicts forced him into the other role of Azrael. Kevin Smith made Jason Lee's career, though. He was a skateboarder, I He think, was a skateboarder, yeah. Certainly, uh, early in his career, a lot of the stuff that he did was for Kevin Smith movies, Chasing Amy, Mallrats, this. What was he? What was the TV show he had? My Name is Earl. Yeah, I, I'd never watched it, but I, that was on for a long time, yeah, right? Yeah, it did so, pretty well. But he was fantastic and almost famous. Oh, God, was he great. Did I agree 100%. As the lead singer have of uh, Still have, have you done that movie yet? No, I think that's one of the ones I, I, on I think our we got to put that on the short list. Absolutely. I, I saw that movie in Anaheim, California. I remember it like it was yesterday the first time. I like that movie more and more every single time I see it. Yeah. Every single it's time. It's fantastic. It's really good. So the other thing about Rickman being in this movie, Kevin Smith took Jason Mewes aside and said, look, you got to take this very seriously. we got real actors on the set. You know, you can't fuck around. And so Jason Mewes... Memorize the entire script before rehearsals. I, I read Not that. just that, his lines, the entire script. That's incredible. And listen, that is. he delivers in these movies. He's come a long way, too. That's why I really hope you, you check out Madness in the Method, because he directed it, but he stars as a version of himself. Kevin Smith stars as a version of himself. All right, I'd like to see Brian it. Brian O'Halloran. It's, it's really, really good. It's really well done. Didn't he say that he made Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back because I think that he got sober, and I think he said he was done with Jay and Silent Bob, and then... I think that he did that kind of as a, as a thing for him because he got his act together. I, no, I think Clerks 2. Clerks 2, okay. Yeah, because he was, it, is, it was around this time that Jason Mewes was really struggling with substance abuse, heroin, right, and right. things like that. Right, right, passing out of the set, right? Yeah, in this movie, and I never noticed it before. You actually can see him slumped over, like during the scene when Jason Lee's character is giving his monologue, when he's got them all at gunpoint in yep. the bar, right before she blesses the water and they put the, the hockey kids in the sink yep. and all that stuff. Yeah, you can see him clear as day, completely strung out, and it's heartbreaking. Thank God he didn't become a statistic. Yeah, no, no doubt. You know? I mean, I think he's got a kid or kid or kids yeah. now and everything. Kevin he's... Smith says he's the best father he's ever seen. Really? Yeah. All right, and again, we hold Ke Kevin Smith to be a very credible and entertaining Absolutely. person, so I'm going to believe it. But talk about the uh, the loyalty to his friend. Kevin Smith has, like, several podcasts, and one of them is Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Right. He and Jason Mewes go around. I mean, I don't know how often they, they do episodes, but I've listened to several of them, and they're a lot of fun. One of the reasons that they were doing it together was to keep him sober. All right. Because if he's busy, 
less of a chance of a relapse. So, That's a true friend. You know, yeah. it's funny. In, my, in movies, I always liked the true friend. What does he call him? My heterosexual life partner, right? Yeah, heterosexual life mate. Did I read also that Shannon Doherty went to the Bethany role as well in this? At this point, by the time he was making this, he'd done Clerks, he had done Chasing Amy. It was Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing, Chasing Amy, Amy, then this. He actually wrote the script for this before Clerks. But he didn't want to make it until he, he knew he'd be able to do the visual effects properly. Do you think that he knew when he made Clerks that Jay and Silent Bob were really the... the, the do you think he anticipated... Because that's really... No. To me, that was the start. The, the I, don't think he, I don't think he had a fucking clue that any of this was going to work out the way it did. You know what I, I did like he, seeing? I like he, seeing the, he decided to make a movie, and he had people around him that helped him do that. And he talks about it now. 25 years later, how he has a career... And people are still talking about his first movie. By the way, this is the first Kevin Smith film to feature movies. Should we talk about the boardroom scene? It's almost a little Quentin Tarantino-esque, isn't yeah. it? I love when he goes and discusses, says what each one of the people did wrong. Yeah. And when he goes, you, you've done nothing wrong. But you didn't say bless you when I sneezed. Oh, <laughs> freaking great, man. It's a great movie, and it's a it's fun well movie. written. It's deep for. A I don't comedy. even think it's yeah, and I don't even think it's that controversial. You know, just because people you know in the movie are questioning their faith and things like that, people do that all the time. But when you question it, aren't you talking about it? And you're starting dialogue, and that's that's exactly. what, and that's what's important here. I always know that th we watched a good movie when we're done talking about it. I'd like to watch it again. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this this was good, man, and it's always fun sitting down with you. We'll figure out what's next. But I enjoyed this one, and I'm glad I got to watch the movie again. And I might even break out the DVD to watch it on the big screen now. Yeah, you have to. Well, always a pleasure to, to record with you. Thank you for coming in, especially coming right from work. And uh, I look forward to the next one with you, bud. Yeah, me too, man. Thanks for having me. Screen Facts with Jason Davis is a production of Jason Davis VoiceOver. Please visit jasondavisvoice.com if you need a voice for a commercial, internet and corporate video, e-learning, phone message, and more. Again, on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash screenfacts. Tweet at Jason Davis Voice. Thanks for listening to the Screen Facts with Jason Davis podcast.